The Lord is near indeed. I've loved coming to adoration, Eucharistic adoration, since the time that I was a child. Because during these times, I could feel the presence as I was so near to the Lord. I think that nearness really speaks to us today as we continue on in this pandemic and we keep hearing over and over and over again that we need to social distance, that we need to stay away from each other. I read an article recently that someone said that we should change the name social distance to physical distance, that that would be more accurate and and help us more if, if we were just physically distant from each other. I thought that was good, but I thought about it further and reflected and thought, physical distance is still distance. So physical distance still creates social distance and isolation. See, especially for us, well, as humans to begin with, but for us as Catholics, we are used to God coming close to us. As we hear in the reading, we are used to the Lord being near. In every sacrament, we have some sense of touch and some sense of contact of the human and the divine. So from the very moment of our baptisms, as the priest poured water on us and anointed our heads with oil, we were touched by God. And then when we had our first confession, or when we have been to confession recently, the part of the rite where the priest lays hands over the penitent, we feel the hand of God so near to us. And ultimately, communion, where we come to receive the Eucharist, and God's not only near, but we receive him into our hands or into our mouth, and all of a sudden, God is within us. Same thing happens with the the rite of ordination. The the priests kneel down before the bishop, and the bishop lays hands on them. The bishop takes the priest's hands and anoints them. Touch is so important. For those that have been confirmed, same thing. The bishop lays hands on the confirmandi and anoints the forehead with holy oil, touching them with their thumb. For any of you that are married, husband and wife come together, and as they say their vows, there's a specific uh, part of the instruction that they are to join each other's right hands and declare their consent before God, touching each other. And then finally, for anointing of the sick, the sacrament of healing and also of last rites, there's a beautiful moment where the priest lays hands on the person and then touches their hands with oil. See, the sacraments cannot be physically distanced. We need actually to be close to receive the sacraments. And I know that you all experienced a time of great distance when the church is closed down. It was a time where we felt a tremendous distance from God. I was with my nieces and nephews today, and as they ran into the house, I stood there and didn't know whether I could hug them or whether they could hug me, and we just stared at each other. And I asked them how school was, and if you want to think distance doesn't matter, ask a grade school kid how virtual learning is going. And they'll tell you it's lousy. It's nothing like being there in person. So this physical separation, this social separation, also causes us to experience a spiritual separation. But God always is near to us, and God will always find ways to be near to you. 
When I was growing up, I loved uh, Advent. It's such a, for me, a season of wonder and awe. And I loved decorating uh, the, the Christmas tree, so the part that I liked was the lights. So I would get to do um, the lights, and we'd often turn off all the lights in the house so that you could see whether or not there were bulbs that were burnt out, but you could also see inside the tree as you decorated the tree. And I would wrap the entire tree in light, and then I, was all, I would always leave a little strand that would come down to the manger. And the manger was ultimately my favorite thing to set up before Christmas. And I'll never forget this one Christmas. I was setting up the manger, and I placed the manger under the tree and began to spread some hay there. And then I put the cow and the, you know, the ox and the ass there and the sheep and the shepherd and wise men, Mary and Joseph and the angel would hang above, hang above the manger. And, and then I put baby Jesus in. And I remember wanting to be close. Like I love just looking at the manger and kind of adoring baby Jesus. So I would, I would lay down under the tree and kind of put my head right here at the front of the manger and just gaze in at our Lord. And one Christmas, my sister, I must have learned somewhere, but she, she came over to me while I was laying in front of there looking at baby Jesus, and she reached down and she grabbed baby Jesus out of the manger. And she pulled him away and she said, he doesn't go in there until Christmas. <laughs> so I remember looking back at the manger and all of the animals were just staring like at, at this empty space where Jesus was. They were staring at the ground. Um, Jesus, I mean, Mary and Joseph looked confused to me. The, the animals looked confused. I was confused just looking there and seeing nothing. And I realized at that moment, I wanted him to be there. I wanted him to be close. I wanted to be close to him. As I continued to grow up, my mother would take me, uh, we always sat in the front row whenever we went to Mass. So the, the Dank family had six kids, three boys, three girls. We sat in the front row, and we came in like a minute before Mass started. So we just you know, kind of made this whole like episode before Mass started. But we were always in the front row. We were always near the altar. And then as I got a little bit older, I began to serve, and so I began to be even closer to the altar, to the Eucharist. And then my mother would take me to Eucharistic Adoration, as a child. And I have to say that as a child, um, I absolutely loved being in the presence of God before the Holy Eucharist. I felt so close to God. Loved it. And the amazing thing is that after grade school, I went to public high school and then I went to college and kind of got away from some of the faith, you know, as I, as I entered into those phases in life. And as I was kind of entering into those college years, I was partying, I was doing stuff that I probably shouldn't have been doing. Whenever things got really bad and I needed an escape, guess where I would go? Perpetual adoration. My parish and Holy Family in Parma had it, had it all the time, so I could go, I can go at 3 o'clock in the morning and be with the Lord. This was constantly a way to be close to Him. All of us need to experience God who is near to us. All of us need to find God when it seems like he's ripped away, like he's ripped out of the manger from us. We need to discover him and find him. All of us need to feel his presence. And to be human means that we do need to be near. We need to be near God, and we need to be near each other. I'm sure you know the, the, the stories of, of babies that if they're not held and if they're not cradled and, and they're not nurtured, they could be very likely to die from lack of touch 
from lack of nearness of their parents. I think about people that are in nursing homes right now. My, my pastor, a couple of assignments ago, Father Martello, has been in the nursing home and has been quarantined in his own room since March. No family, no visitors. Now you tell me social distancing and physical distancing um, isn't, isn't hard for him or difficult for him. And I know that's not just him, probably maybe your parents or maybe people that you're related to. Everyone is going through their own isolation, their own physical distancing, which does lead to social distancing and does lead to spiritual distancing. But God does want to overcome that. And so just as I was a child and he was taken from me at the manger, he does come back into our lives. And just as this pandemic has kind of thrown our, our, our spiritual lives in, in a chaos, their churches were closed for times, he comes back into our lives. He's the one that constantly draws near to us. And so I just invite you this evening, if you have felt distant from him, if you felt far away, if you felt isolated, if you felt alone, if you feel a lack of touch or a lack of embrace, know that he wants to be all of that for you and that he can be all of that for you. Let him draw near to you in the season of Advent so that ultimately we can receive him fully as we celebrate Christmas.